Welcome back to the Happy You're Here podcast. Each and every one of us have something incredible to give to this world. And through this show, I want to share the ideas, tools, and techniques that I've used and people that I know and love have used to live a happy and fulfilling life, at least happy as as much as possible. We all know that's not possible all of the time, but I am super happy that you are here with me listening to this show. So please feel encouraged to reach out on social media with your thoughts. If you have ideas, if you're struggling with anything, or you, maybe you've tried something and it's worked out, please share those things. This show is a collaboration between me and you. And the better you communicate with me, the better I can serve you and make sure these episodes are the things that you actually need to and want to hear. So at the end of each episode, I'm going to tell you how to enter for the $20 Amazon gift card. It comes with a special book recommendation from me Uh, We opted to do a gift card rather than just a book so that if you've already read the book or whatever, maybe you just don't like reading books, you can go purchase whatever you want. So in this episode, we are going to talk about four tools that practically will help you build a stronger brain geared towards more positive, fulfilling thinking. And this is going to turn into a little bit of a series. I'm going to go over each each of the four things and then the four episodes following this are going to be deep dives with more data and stuff supporting each of the things that I'm talking about here. But uh, once I strip back all of the advice that I was looking at for the show and the things that I had read or listened to over the years, these are the four things that really made the most impact and changed my life for the better. They might not be exactly the four things you need, but I'm willing to bet that uh, you should at least give them a try, put a little bit of effort into them, and you'll see some positive change. And maybe you'll find one or two of them work specifically really well for you. So in this episode, like I said, I'm going to briefly cover each of them. And then over the next four episodes, we're going to go a little more in depth. Just going to list them off real quick, and then we'll go into them in a little more detail. The four things are information dieting, gratitude, taking care of your physical body, and meditation. Okay, so information dieting, what does that mean? A few years ago, there was a study by University of California in San Diego that estimated each of us consume the equivalent of 74 gigabytes of information every single day. Uh, That was up from 34, so that's more than double from 2009. So from 2009 to 2017, it more than doubled. So now, being 2019, 2020, Whenever you're listening to this, it's even higher, I'm sure. So think about that. Our brains, which were not (laughs) built to consume this much man-made information, uh, are sucking in all of this every single day. So much so that within your lifetime, the amount of information you consume on a daily basis has just exploded. And I'm sure you can feel it. It feels overwhelming, but you can't stop it because our brains are built to crave this dopamine rush that comes with bits and bits of new information. The overload alone is probably making you miserable. What's worse is a lot of the information is irrelevant garbage. Yeah. Those stupid BuzzFeed lists and every single article from Breitbart is garbage. I'm not saying that you should never consume those things or never consume anything fun or mindless, but most of us are not really thinking about all the stuff that we're bringing into our brains. And the thing is, even if you think that you are, the stuff that you're seeing while you're scrolling through Facebook, even if you're not registering or not really paying attention, is still sleeping in. Uh, and this is how we get into those those echo chambers of, of being just more and more solidified to the extremes of both sides of anything. And I'll go more in depth with that in the next episode. But for now, the concept is information dieting. Right. So dieting, that means cutting down on it. We'll discuss specific ways to do this in the next thing, but it's a real game changer. I mean, all of a sudden you start to clear up mental space for things you choose to put in there. And also you clear out a bunch of time. I'm sure that if you have ever taken a look at your screen time app on your iPhone or whatever, um, if you haven't, you should totally look at that. It's absurd the amount of time that we spend sucked into these consumption patterns. 
Um, for me, I know I noticed that I was consuming a ton of YouTube, like hours on hours on hours every day. And a lot of it was educational content, but I was doing it semi-mindlessly. And the thing is, even though I was sucking in a lot of information, I wasn't putting any of it to action. So it doesn't really even matter at that point. Like I said, we'll go into a little bit more details with that in uh, one of the next episodes. Now, the second one here is gratitude. Probably hear this one a lot. Practice gratitude. What does it really mean? And what does it actually do though? First off, it means to take time and draw attention to the things that are going well for you in life and your loved ones. Making that space in your brain literally rewires it to focus on more positive things. Uh, in the show notes of the episode on gratitude, I'll share some links to some studies. They're really interesting. But in the meantime, the the thing that you want, I want you to take away from this is another diet or another fast, if you will. Uh, and that is a complaining fast. So the other one we're talking, talking about information, what information you bring in, this is kind of what you're giving out and what you're uh, training your brain to recognize. This was one of the most effective ways to retrain myself from being so negative, which used to be all I could see. People that know me, especially from my teenage years, I was super, super negative all the time. And I just kind of thought that was how I was. And I honestly, at the time, didn't realize that's how I was. But once I did, I was just like, well, that's just me. I'm just negative. But really what helped, uh, Luke's story talked about this and it, it changed a lot for me. Um, I had already kind of started practicing it, but he put it in such good words of spending a day or I did a week and I think a week's long enough. Really, you could do longer, a month without complaining at all. To start, just focus on not vocalizing it. Obviously, it's really hard to just not think of it at all. And we'll go into this more in the episode on it. But the idea here is that if you are putting it out into the universe, you're saying it, you're like actually creating physical vibrations, you're making it real. And you're just adding to the negativity out there and you're and you're literally putting negative energy out whether you want to conceptualize that as spiritual or materialist energy, whatever, it's just, it's negative. It's neg negativity, it's destruction, complaining, you're bringing things down. Now, I'm not saying that you should never folk, like never notice the bad things in life, but most of us spend way too much time focusing on the bad things. We're kind of, our brains are kind of wired to do that. So just do try this for even a day hopefully do it for a week. And if someone else is complaining, just inform them that you're trying to complain less and explain why you'll see a pretty big difference. And um, if not, then wait till the full episode on this comes out and we'll go into a little more detail on it. The third thing, taking care of your body and your mind, your physical body. So uh, <laughs> this has been the toughest one for me, honestly, because I'm just not the type of person that really likes to exercise, that likes to focus on what I'm eating. I just like kind of always have blown it off. But the difference is like super clear. It's one of the most important things to take care of your body. The biggest factors, there's two really big factors. It's how active are you and what do you eat? There's a ton of conflicting studies about both diet and exercise, specifically about like what specific things work best, but nothing is arguing that eating healthier foods or doing some kind of physical activity every day dramatically increases your overall feeling of well-being. That's everyone agrees on that. It's just maybe the specifics of which exercises or which foods. Personally, I like really, really struggle with chronic fatigue, which also feeds into the depression. So much so that after I did a ton of tests with my doctor, my doctor looks at me and she says, some people are just tired a lot. 
but I refused to take that as an answer. So I started doing things that I really didn't want to do. And especially because I was so tired and that was exercise. What I realized was that it doesn't have to be some kind of crazy exercise, just even walking 20 minutes a day, taking the stairs instead of the elevators, climbing random things that look like they'd be fun to climb. That's kind of a thing that I like to do. Just getting out those little bursts of physical activity, it keeps your body and your brain moving. Uh, you know, there's the 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 statement, the, a body in motion stays in motion and a body in rest stays at rest. The basic core thing there is like actually get moving. Even if, if, if you're not moving at all, like make, take small steps and it doesn't have to be going to the gym. Just do something physical, especially uh, one of my therapists told me it basically has to get to the point where your body is sweating. So like try to break a sweat every single day. I know no one likes to do that, but it's super important. Our bodies are built to move and try to just focus a little bit more on what you're eating and don't go too crazy with the diets. But we'll go into this again, a little bit more detail in the episode that's specifically about this. The last one is meditation. So totally the opposite of getting up and moving is sitting in one place and digging into your awareness. I think meditation scares a lot of people, but it's been one of the most impactful things for me to tune into my own sense of being, to get really close to what it is to be me in my own body and really just develop the self-awareness that's necessary to become the programmer of your own brain, to to build your own life and choose and make these changes actually happen. You have to be self-aware to do that. A super common misconception that I get when I talk about meditation, and I think I see it all over the place, is that it's about clearing your mind. And that's absolutely not true. That's not what it is about at all. There's definitely some advanced meditations that are kind of about that, but not really. The real golden nugget of meditation is awareness and focus. So people that are like, oh, I'm too ADD to do uh, meditation or my attention's too scattered. That's exactly the thing you should be doing then. So the world's like super scattered. Everyone's focus is all over the place. That's just kind of how things are now. And meditation, especially the widespread mindfulness meditation practices, is all about taking control of your sense of awareness and becoming self-aware. Again, I have a whole episode coming out on this, so I'm excited to share that with you because it's been super impactful for me. If this episode has had any impact on you at all, please help spread this message and share this with at least one person that you think would benefit from hearing this. And specifically, I'm asking that you please share it with one person one-on-one, -on -one, send them a message, give them a phone call. That would be cool. No one does that. But share it one-on-one -on -one because that really means something and it'll get through to people a lot more. And I think that I would rather you share it with one person that actually means something to them and might actually help them than just blast it out to your 10,000 Instagram followers. Although if you have 10,000 Instagram followers, totally do that too. <laughs> but this is also how you enter the contest. So if you take a screenshot of you sharing this with one person, then you can go to craigandzana.com slash podcast. And there's an entry form there. All you need to do is upload the screenshot and uh, give me your email so that we can let you know when, if you win. Um, and then the winners are drawn from a pool of everybody. So you can enter as many times as you want. You can enter once a week. You can enter once per episode. You can enter 12 times. You can share this with 12 different people and share it. Um, I do actually look at them. So I'll kind of be able to tell if you're just taking, I don't know, trying to game the system somehow, but I, I really don't think that you're the type of person that would do that anyway. So go ahead and share this message with someone who needs it uh, and you'll be rewarded. Like I said, at the beginning of every episode, um, these ones are pre-recorded. I recorded a bunch of them to start out with, but once we get into the other ones, then I'll be announcing them at the beginning of the episodes. But for right now, we're still doing it per episode where we're giving away the $20 gift card and a personalized book recommendation, but you also don't have to buy a book. That's why it's a $20 gift card. You can do whatever you want. Thank you for listening. 
Seriously, I appreciate you a lot, and I hope to have you here in the next episode. Bye.